when something feels like an advert, which it does with a traditional music video, people aren't as compelled to like it and engage with it. But when it feels like it's a bit handheld, a bit filmed on an iPhone or a similar kind of smartphone, when it feels like that, people are much more likely to, to, to engage with that because they feel like they've discovered it themselves instead of being advertised to. You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs with Andrew Apanov. Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Apanov, and you're listening in new episodes of Music Growth Talks, a podcast where I talk to uh, representatives of different parts of uh, the music industry, from artists to music startups and uh, other marketers, record labels, and so on to collect actionable insights that will help you grow your music career. And my guest today is Steve Jones, a co-founder of BeatChain, a really cool new one-stop marketing platform for independent musicians. They cover things like music distribution, analyzing data from different uh, social media platforms and streaming services, creating and optimize ads for you, a really cool feature which you will learn about from Steve here. So listen on, check out the platform, see if it's something you want to give a try. Uh, As usual, we've got the show notes with all the links and additional information at datamusic.com. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, please do so at musicgrowthtalks.com. As a reminder, this show is brought to you by the Data Music Marketing Agency. If you want to see how we can help you grow your music career by providing uh, a service, if you've got a marketing budget, you're ready to invest in growth, uh, do hit us up the free form at agency.dotamusic.com. And finally, one more thing, patreon.com forward slash Andrew Epanov. This is where you can support me and this show directly. I really, really do appreciate every single patron of uh, mine and uh, there is a lot of exclusive educational material uh, available only on Patreon if you are keen to take a look. Thank you and here we go. Steve, welcome to Music Growth Talks. I'm excited to welcome you to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure pleasure to be here talking to you. So you are a co-founder of BeatChain, something uh, we are going to talk about quite a bit today. I guess it may be silly, but I think it's important to clarify to anyone listening to us right now who is not familiar with BeatChain. So can you spell it out and maybe you can, you know, just uh, mention the URL for the platform so there is no confusion about the beat part? Sure. It's um, beatchain.com and it's B-E-A-T-C-H-A-I-N.com. But I think maybe perhaps if I explain a little bit about how we ended up there, it might be helpful because my background is not from tech. I'm a musician and, and an artist, and, and it's, it was a kind of accidental route to this company that started really at the beginnings of Facebook when Facebook had been around, but it wasn't yet an advertising platform, or rather it, it had just become one. So they were just beginning to monetize the advertising and I had just started my own band at that point. I really wanted to do was to, to basically put together something that I was in charge of and that I was, you know, not really tied to a label. I'd just been dropped by a record label. So, yeah, when I, I kind of came across the platform or the, the, the technology world a little bit by accident, what happened to begin with was I started my own band and the Facebook platform had just started. And that really 
was essentially placing ads very simply. Um, I'm sure you're familiar yourself of kind of interest-based. So my band was a funk and soul band. So it was like, you know, people that like Stevie Wonder or people that liked Aretha Franklin. And I started to see a bit of interest in those posts. And to begin with, it was just a few strangers commenting, but that really spurred me on to, you know, try a bit more. And then it was learning about landing pages and learning about email lists and then learning about all the other elements that a digital marketer would be aware of, but a musician wouldn't necessarily know. That kind of got grew more and more until eventually that turned into selling out venues, you know, doing selling all of our stuff directly to fans, but took it to a fairly decent level. And we're talking a couple of thousand capacity venues. And that was doing it without a promoter, without any of those um, things that you would, you know, that certainly a venue of that size would think would, would have anything to, to do with an independent musician. And so that grew and grew. And then as a result of that, I ended up meeting Ben Mendoza, who's one of the co-founders. And he actually very much was, a, to begin with, was a fan of the band. But he actually was from a data background, looking after huge sets of data for, for big corporate companies. And then we wanted to work out how we took that same idea that I had taken with my band and then moved that into an actual platform that helped artists from having zero fans to be able to get on the map and start growing their careers with all those marketing tools all in one place. So instead of having to use your mailing lists, various websites, distribution, all those traditional marketing tools, we wanted to bring them all into one platform so they could grow their careers from one tool. Right. Yeah. So this is a really good combination. Two co-founders, one with a data background, one with a, with a creative background. I think it it's, sure. uh, works really well. And uh, collecting everything in one place is an interesting concept. I myself witnessed several startups, uh, maybe even like 10, 8 years ago, who tried to do that. They made a few mistakes along the way, maybe with marketing the product and uh, didn't survive mo- most of them at the release. So it's re- I-, I got really excited learning about uh, about you guys because uh, we we haven't been seeing that many platforms popping up for the DIY musician where you just have one one tool for solving multiple you know challenges and solving you know different purposes and maybe you you can name what exactly is offered within BigChain now and what you plan to implement Sure. So at the I mean to begin with in, in response to your to your kind of your, your your point about it being there aren't that many it's because it, it presents a lot of technical challenges to bring that together. So unless you really are from that technical background it's not something I would have been able to embark on myself and I don't think also from a technical point of view it's something that they would understand the needs of the artists. So it it very much is based on a combination of those things which is that which is which you know presents the challenges going forward. But currently right now what we have is dashboard and that dashboard presents all of those different things that really an artist can see so they can see where their streaming is, they can see where their um you know, being streamed and also where their social footprint is. And so that's a really important distinction to see all of those things in one place on one map. So it's not just a case of having loads of likes that don't mean anything, but we can see a direct correlation between those streams and also where that's, you know, where those followers are and whether or not that's an effective strategy for your social media platform. On top of that, you can then see distribution. So you can distribute your music with us and that costs $1.99 a month. And in order for that, you can distribute as much music as you like simply for £1.99. So those are the, the, the main tools that we have now that are functioning and underway. 
what we have coming up next are websites. And this is coming in the coming weeks. And that generates websites for you automatically in terms of it scrapes a lot of the information that you have already um, and can generate something to get you going. And then on top of that, there will be email lists and something, also something for promoting your music for like the pre-save links, very much like Link Fire. So that's where we're at right now. And then going forward from that, we're looking at an, a lot of other things around programmatic advertising and being able to grow your audience based upon your current fan base and generating a lot of those ads for you. Sounds cool. Interesting for sure. And I've seen a couple mentions of AI in the in, in the way you are pitched by others potentially or, or maybe in the articles, well, partly because it's just a hot thing. Everyone just likes sure. to uh, emphasize the, the, the presence of machine learning. But can you just mention where exactly the, these, uh, the, the smart element is in this whole system? Sure. So, 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 so as far as I'm, I'm not a data scientist, so you'll have to forgive slightly my, <laughs> my knowledge on, on the subject, but we do have some fantastically clever data scientists that do work for us. But it's, a, it's basically aggregating all of these bits of, in, these bits of data and understanding what they do and then giving that information back to you. So as far as that would go from a machine learning point of view, from, a, from an advertising um, perspective, if you, for example, took, I'm, I'm sure you and your listeners are familiar with the Facebook pixel and how that generates lookalike audiences, all those combinations of things, we would be able to create a number of different audiences for you based upon interests, based upon all those different things, and then turn on and off all those different ones and optimize across a range of different audiences and also placing those adverts very, very quickly and programmatically without you having manually have to go and do that. And so that's something what we're trying to take away is the complexity of things like Ads Manager, which yeah. is a very, very powerful tool. But unless you are a digital marketer, even a digital marketer can find Facebook Ads Manager very confusing. It's taking away a lot of that complexity and making it accessible for someone that is not perhaps as used to dealing with those campaigns. Yeah, totally. I, I, I agree with that 100%. And even for it's, uh, it, it's possible for a musician to learn how to set up a simple Facebook ad campaign. It's so intimidating and, and, and still there is this learning curve. And uh, it, yes. it, it's just, most artists I've known who are just doing it themselves, they, they don't even attempt to diving into it themselves because it feels so overwhelming. And, and really, it is very easy to waste a lot of money with Facebook with just, you know, not monitoring your ads properly and something goes off and you just uh, somehow uh, spent your whole budget within a day if you didn't set up properly. So yeah, having an, a tool that helps you with that is definitely... Uh, yes, and we've tried, we've, we've tried some, some, some great campaigns that have had some incredible results. And that has been done purely by feeding in a couple of bits of genre. So you would say, you know, add, you know, whether it be hip hop sounds a bit like Jay-Z or sounds a bit like Bruno Mars or sounds a bit like whoever they may be. You'd put in, a, you know, a couple of things. But then what we would do, we would then look at all of those related artists. It would take that from things like Songkick and Spotify. And then it would generate, let's say, 50 different ads and then tell you which ones are opt, you know, are performing the best. And it can do that with very, very small amounts of money, but give you a very good understanding of which audiences are connecting with you. And you simply wouldn't be able to do that manually. And we've yeah. had some incredible results doing that. 
and it has really not been placed by a human being it's been placed by a machine and that's where the where the exciting bit is yeah very cool do you give recommendations on the creatives as well my role is to do that is to create kind of educational content about how to create those campaigns and of course we can't actually tell you how to make good music or how to create a good video but there are a few rules around you know the, the best way to do that and the best way to get people's attention and i think the main shift for getting artists to think is it's not about creating a shiny glossy music video that traditionally the music business would do it's very much about creating engaging content that feels real feels native to the platform and is just as if you've discovered it yourself and you don't need high budget for that but you do need very engaging content and i know that sounds a bit cliche but it's it's not when someone something feels like an advert which it does with a traditional music video people aren't as compelled to like it and engage with it but when it feels like it's a bit handheld a bit filmed on an iphone or a similar kind of smartphone when it feels like that people are much more likely to 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 engage with that because they feel like they've discovered it themselves instead of being advertised to and those are those are the kind of bits of educational content that I would help advise on. But again, we, we're not about making the content for you. We're not a record label. We provide the tools to best enable you to grow the, your career yourself. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense to to everyone listening. And uh, yeah, th- this is what yeah. I meant. If you can yeah. show the examples and explain how it should look like, there may be a lot of misconceptions around that uh, if, you are, if you are new to these worlds of advertising and even social media. Because every platform has its own rules and uh, the kinds yeah. of content that performs really well and what you just said is just it's cool. It, that already is a really useful advice to everyone listening. You don't need something that looks very professionally filmed for an ad. Something filmed on your phone may perform, outperform any... Oh, well, it always does. I mean, and, and, yeah. you know, you, if, if you're talking about having a great creative concept, yes, you need that. Yeah. But the point is, is that creativity is the, is the weapon here, not the not the amount of budget that you have. And while you know the, the difference of spending ten thousand dollars on a, on a campaign versus spending a thousand dollars, there's not really that much difference between those two things, right? So why bother? So in my opinion, I would be like, well, let's just spend five dollars on it, and I would rather put all of my marketing into it and, and think about how to best execute a great idea. Because you, I would personally rather spend a thousand dollars if I had that on digital marketing rather than actually on the on the. And I'm sure you know many of you have been there where you've spent a lot of money on on something and for it only to get you know a thousand views and no one really engages with it as well as well as you thought. And I've learned that lesson a number of times and 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 worked out really actually all you need is 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 a good idea. Yeah, and yeah, I really like that you've been. Uh testing it all on your own projects yeah. for many years. So it all comes from the experience. This is very important. I have a, tech, a more, maybe a bit of a technical question, but I think it's worth uh, bringing up. Uh, you you mentioned how you show where the fans are using the data from the different streaming platforms, social media. Yes. What, what we've been seeing is that in the past couple of years, because of the changes in the APIs of, uh, of Instagram, Facebook, and the likes it's getting a bit more difficult to cover some of the personal data how does it look like do you require just a connection of uh, a spotify account and you just do we have to actually no, so, distribute so, so, the music for you no, in order to so, get the so data? we can we, we obviously need to have access so when you sign up and it walks you through that process like through a wizard and it connects all of your accounts 
obviously we can see if we took your band we would be able to see where those people are located on facebook and instagram but obviously we can see a lot more detailed information from spotify but we can see that also based upon around where those streams are especially if you're distributing because if you're distributing with us then we have a lot more access to deep dive data from spotify and the other streaming platforms so it's a combination of those things but no there, there shouldn't be as as there's certainly restrictions that facebook have put on what you can see from individual point of view but from a big data point of view you can still see where you're most popular in which city yeah. you know and and the demographics around those around you know where they're um you know what sex they are and and which country is most popular and so we're just tying together those things that with also with things from spotify about where your fans are most engaged and seeing if there is a correlation. But I, again, a lot of these information is already there, but you're not going to log into five different things or understand the clear picture of it. And it's very much about saying, well, look, these are the tools that we are needing to understand this and bringing them all into one central dashboard. And I've used this myself, being able to say, well, look, I can see that I have X amount of fans in Birmingham, so many in Newcastle, so many in Edinburgh. You know, and it helps you start to work out where you're going to plan your tour. And it's not cheap, you know, planning a tour, even when you're doing it independently. You need to make sure you get it right. And a couple of wrong decisions can cost you thousands and thousands of pounds. So it's that kind of information is valuable to be able to see where can I play and also start to understand the chances of success. And obviously, as the platform grows and more users will be able to make some very intelligent decisions based upon the optimum number of streams you need to be able to do a show based upon which genre, et cetera. But, but that's, you know, that's going to be an ongoing process as more and more users come to the platform. Yeah. And speaking of uh, which, uh, so what's, uh, what's the business model right now? You already mentioned the distribution platform, but is it uh, like uh, just free to get this, a basic so, so account? So you can sign up. Yeah, you can sign up for absolutely free. So within that, and I also didn't mention, earlier was the ability to place you know your your social media posts within that so very much like a hootsuite and you can do that for you know for instagram and facebook and twitter and we're adding other ones as time goes on but the idea obviously is that you can post all of that you can see all of your your dashboard and all of that information that we were talking about and all of that is free so all of that is completely free to use if you then want to use distribute your music there's obviously a cost associated with that from our end and that is 199 a month mm-hmm. yeah that makes, so, those, that, yeah. So, so those are the things now going forward for all of the tools in terms of websites emails placing all of your kind of all of these much more complex tools which we're rolling out over the coming months all of those things combined will come to a total of 14.99 a month and i think anybody that knows that world will know that actually even just to use one of those tools like an email marketing tool, as well as something like distribution, all those things would automatically be way more than that. So we're trying to make this very affordable, bring all of these tools into one thing and keep the price low. And I believe I also read that you are going to implement uh, profiles for record labels, management companies, agencies like ours, where you can have Correct. multiple artists under one Correct. Account. So that's manager view. That is also coming. And that just essentially is so it means you can compare. So let's say you're let's say you yourself are looking after, you know, 15 different artists. It just gives you a slightly different dashboard and different login. So you can see all of that, how they're comparing against each other. 
you know, if one's not posting as much and is getting more organic reach than the other, you can decide, okay, we need to make sure that these guys are, you know, aren't making as much content and we need to get on their case a little bit as managers often need to. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to testing it out myself. Yes. Really, really, really curious. Uh, and I uh, also have a question about email marketing. I'm glad that you are implementing it and it's absolutely correct that a dedicated platform can be can cost quite a bit so the fact that sure. you've got it there is important i do believe i do know that email marketing is still one of the most powerful channels out there if you use it right but what's your take on it i understand and lots of people want to have these conversations about email i completely agree with you first off and i think when a lot of people they think because they get a lot of junk email therefore email is dead. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of things around that. One is if you're genuinely a fan of something, then you're actually going to open the email. <laughs> so yeah. it's not a question of it being junk junk mail. It's a question of somebody being a fan, which is then it's, it's not junk. It's not like signing up and getting hassled because you bought a television off Amazon. It's something quite different entirely. So that's point number one. Uh, point number two is that it's very much about creating those audiences not just about email, but creating those custom audiences within Facebook and Instagram. And for those people that don't know what that is, it essentially means that if, let's say you sold 200 tickets to your last show, and you can then take those 200 email addresses and upload those to Facebook and then create adverts only going to those 200 people. And so it's not always about the email and the email marketing, it's also about being able to create adverts on social media, targeting people that used their email for that. And there's, those two things are very, very important because all it's really showing is that it's somebody was loyal. They had enough loyalty to give up their email address, which shows that they have a level of commitment, which shows that they are interested in your thing. Yeah, totally. This is a great point. And uh... yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you you are going to uh, to educate artists about sending out uh, the newsletters that don't suck. Sure, well, and which... I, I, that does provide. I mean, I think one of the challenges that lies ahead for us and for artists in particular is that there's a mindset still. The you know what we need to be able to go and do these digital marketing things, even if it's at a basic level. And so what we're trying to do is remove some of those barriers to make it easier. But I think that a lot of artists still haven't quite woken up to the fact that how much they need to do um, and how much they need to become a business. Now, I'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing, but there is definitely a bit of a gap at the moment, I think, between the understanding of digital commerce and what artists need to do to get on the platform. And unfortunately, you know, the world has changed. And I say unfortunately, it's also made it better because it means it provides a huge amount of opportunity. But in order to get noticed, if you do want a record deal, right, a traditional record deal, you know, the first thing that someone does, I mean, even when someone asks me now, have you heard of so and so? Have you heard of this band? The first thing that we do is we go and check on Instagram, we go and check on Facebook, Whichever social platform it is, we're going to go and have a look at the number of followers and the number of streams they have on YouTube. That's what we do. And so there's no way of escaping that. If you don't have any of those, then you're simply not going to be you know, in the race at all. So we have to find a way to do that and get on board with this and understand that, that we have to do a lot of these things ourselves. And we hope that BeatChain provides these, these tools that make it a lot easier for you to understand that and remove that barrier to entry. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a great mission. And uh, yeah, what you said just makes perfect sense. And uh, there is a whole new generation of artists who don't know yes. how it worked uh, 10 years ago, 20, 50 years ago, but they are still facing a lot of challenges and issues because they don't understand how exactly. They may be understanding the platforms on a user base level, which helps a lot, like what kind of, you know, uh, Instagram stories to post so you get the reactions yes. but how to make a career out of that it's with the music you create it's a whole different you need the tools you need the data you need to understand that data uh, and how you know how it all correlates with the real world yeah and I, and I think you know you touched on something there because I think a lot of the younger generation in particular really do understand they've grown up with social media it's not a case of you know for someone like myself where it became a thing actually they've grown up with it so they are very savvy as far as that goes. But in terms of what am I doing? What is the mission of this post? You know, what are, what are you trying to get people to do? And it's understanding that flow of cold traffic. So someone that knows nothing of your music to them, them becoming an engaged fan and buying tickets to a show or streaming your music or buying a T-shirt. There's a specific goal in mind and understanding that is where the separation lies. But I think once you start to put those pieces together, it's, it starts to make a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. So uh, great stuff. Looking forward to the updates and to uh, seeing these new features being implemented on the platform. I guess the call to action to anyone listening is just to, uh, I mean, you're, it's not in, in closed beta. Anyone can sign up, it's free. Uh, sure. I think you it's quite straightforward. You yeah. can go up there and sign up and immediately have a look and see your data reflected back at you on one dashboard. Try out the launch pad, which is what we call our social media poster. And you can do all of that for absolutely nothing. So I encourage you to go and do that and see what you can learn about your own, your own fans. Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing uh, the insights and explaining how the platform works. I really enjoyed discussing some of the more details, specific uh, uh, things about, about marketing music. So um, yeah, it was great. Uh, thank you a lot. And please uh, uh, keep it up. Keep uh, doing the great work. We really need it in the, uh, in, in the industry. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you all for listening. Once again, go to bchain.com to check out the platform. If you have any questions to Steve uh, or about the operation, you can leave a comment uh, on their social media profiles. We are linking uh, to it all in the show notes at datamusic.com. Of course, available from bchain.com as well. So if you have any feedback about this conversation, I will really appreciate it if you uh, leave a comment on uh, BitChain's social media platforms. Even for if you have uh, a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I will appreciate it. As always, helps a ton for this show to be discovered by more musicians and uh, music industry people. So. Thank you all people, I really appreciate all of you listening, uh, as you can see I'm trying to uh, stick to a weekly schedule uh, starting this year, we've got a ton of uh, episodes recorded already, so stay tuned and subscribe if you haven't yet at musicgrowthtalks.com, till next time, ciao. You've been listening to Music Growth Talks with Andrew Apanov. find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowth.com talks.com